Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They worry a mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer mean, mean pride. Hour number two, Ben and Woods on a Wednesday. And this segment brought to you by the Golf Mart. It's funny. I mean, maybe the Padres just need someone every third or fourth day to write a scathing piece about institutional failure, <laughs> lack of leadership, um, dissension between the front office and the manager's dugout. Because, hey, they couldn't be playing better than, than they have these last few days. I want to reiterate this, too, because I saw a lot of people last night tweeting kind of sarcastically. Not at us or anything, but I don't even think it's about us. Uh, not everything is about us. I've, I'm learning uh, through therapy, Ben. Um, I saw a lot of people tweeting, oh, yeah, these guys really look like they hate each other. What a crappy culture. And I'm sitting there going, no one – they've there's been – there's been heads butted in there between players, certainly, but we've all said throughout the season, every time we've asked anyone, like pulled people aside and been like, all right, man, give me the straight, straight dope. I won't tell a soul. Like, dude, they love each other. They like each other. They get along. They're everyone scratching their heads. They don't really know. It's not, I don't think a players liking each other type situation. I think there's a little bit of a, a struggle in there sometimes for the right voice. Sure, which happens. But I, this isn't a bunch of dudes that don't like each other. It was pretty evident last night. You do see them rooting for, for each other. Now, what they don't do, though, what they don't do, and that was referenced in the ACPs, is they don't really protect their own. They get along and they like each other fine, but I just don't think they're the most, the world's most cohesive team. But you see Xander Bogarts, you know, yak one out for a game winner. Hell yeah, they're all going to be out there. They're, Did they're anyone base- need that more than him? No in kidding. Particular. They're baseball players, man. They're like, we just won a game, and um, I, it's been, it's been, you know, the last six games. I know you see the, you see people saying on Twitter a lot. I effing hate this team. Ha, 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 ha. It is that full-on love-hate. You love them so much, but you're so mad at them for putting this streak together now, when in reality, you know, if we're being honest with ourselves, it probably doesn't matter. No, um, and and we spent a lot of time about A.J. Preller yesterday. Obviously, a a lot of the piece in The Athletic was about him, but I think what worried me the most, and, and, and you probably as well, was the quote where... One player said, anonymous player, said the relationship between 
AJ Preller and Bob Melvin was unfixable. Yes, yeah, that's the one that, that stuck with that, me. That that disturbed me the most because I, I like Bob Melvin. I really don't think that there's any positive solution that involves him getting fired Same. from this job and then going out and finding who exactly that's going to do a better job than Bob Melvin. I really, if AJ is sticking around, I really want those two to be able to work it out and figure it out together. You thought, though, that the word unfixable didn't feel right to you, and I I kind of agreed that there's nothing that should be unfixable, especially between two somewhat reasonable human beings. And, And you can argue what you want about AJ being reasonable. Bob, to me, seems like an incredibly reasonable guy. Like, Is it just philosophical differences, or did somebody sleep with somebody's wife? Uh, you know, I don't <laughs> like, think that happened. Exactly. And, 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 and we're going to play some of the audio from uh, Bob Melvin's pregame when he was asked about it. It clearly is is the former. And when you listen to Bob Melvin's spin on this, I mean, there. This is a master class in like tamping down the fire, the the flames that are burning all around you. Because I, I promise you, if you want to, if you're rooting for these guys to still get it together, this is going to make you feel a lot better when you hear what Bob had to say. Yeah, look, I mean, I think he said it well in the fact that you know we get along fine, but we're going to have our differences in opinion and. I think a lot of times that's healthy in trying to get to the right spot. And when you're not performing well, sometimes you're going to have some differences in opinion. I mean, is we, there we get along, is there a more reasonable statement? No, than it's that? it's very reasonable. Uh, we get along fine. Is not you know we get along fine. But, <laughs> Do you? <laughs> but it's not the ringing endorsement of. No, that I was. I read that piece and I was flabbergasted. We're far, like we're good, but guys. I think there's a. I think there is a misconception that good culture and good chemistry involves two guys who always are on the same page of everything and always are agreeing. And yeah, I'm in lockstep with you a hundred percent of the time. That's actually not healthy. I I would not want to be part of a team where it's just nod nod. Yes, I always agree with everything you say. If you don't have people challenging occasionally like is there a better way we can do this are you, are you sure that's the way we should go and pushing back a little bit now it's on aj to be okay with that as well and, and that's part it's a two-way street between manager and general manager but i would if i was a gm i would absolutely insist on my manager pushing back occasionally like i don't think this is the right way to go you know i and here's why and here, you know, here's why I disagree with with what you think we should be doing here. And I shouldn't be getting my way a hundred percent of the time. No one should. No one should. Even Woods doesn't get his way a hundred percent of the time on this show. It's true. Ninety like ninety five. Ninety five percent. But occasionally, I will push back. Polly will push back on an idea. It's good. I, that's, I, and I'll push back on most of yours. But yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's it's what you need. <laughs> Fair. How many but, ideas of Ben's have you already pushed back on today? Today, at two, least two. At least two that I can think of on the top of my head at 7 o'clock it's in the morning. It's been an hour. Yeah. yeah, I got an idea. I go, no, come on. Absolutely not. You out of your mind? Yeah. He's like, oh, all right. I didn't think so. Well, yeah, throw it out there, though. But I am also willing to I, – I don't – I'm not – you're yeah. not a doormat. I'm, I'm not hurt though. No, when yeah, you push no. back. I expect you to push back. Yes. But if I don't throw it out there and go, you know, and then sometimes you'll latch on and go, "Oh no, that That's I think we really can make that work." Idea. And then you'll add on to it. Yeah. And then I'll add on to it and we end up with a really good idea in the end. 
I will throw out something 99% sure you don't want to do it, and it's probably not a good idea, but why wouldn't you throw out the idea occasionally? It's just the no one will truly ever know except for those two guys and, you know, the people closest to them. I'm sure Matt Williams knows exactly how Bob Melvin feels, and I'm sure Josh Stein knows exactly how A.J. Preller feels, right? But uh, really, outside of that, we, the media, the fans, you're you're never really I I don't agree 100%. Let me me add to that. First, we need a contestant for Take on Woods. Didn't even get to our game yesterday. We were so busy. So here's your chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas, Nevada, two-night stay. $250 $250 food and beverage credit at uh, the Westgate. Just call now, 833-288-0973. Get ready to face Woods in our musical trivia challenge here in a couple of minutes. 833-288-0973. I actually think I kind of know. I, I think A.J. Preller would be very difficult to work for, work under, work with sometimes. It's not necessarily a bad thing. You're very difficult to work with sometimes. It's That's a good thing in... in but I can't imagine that Bob Melvin just every single day is just as cheery as it could be and, and sings to himself, I get to work with A.J. Preller today. I am the luckiest manager in baseball. Bob's, How could that possibly be the case? We know A.J.'s reputation. We Bob's know his personality. Salty. Bob's a salty dude, man. I know he doesn't always <laughs> let it does. slide but, or let it let it flow, but, yeah, he's a salty dude too. And, you know, it, the, the grind of the season wears on everybody, especially the grind of a season that has been, you know, wasted. A- a- A.J.'s tough, especially when things aren't going well. The out... The philosophy that was in there, just outwork everybody at all times, yeah. you know, 24 hours a day philosophy, not necessarily fun all the time. It's not necessarily a bad thing either. You want your GM working as, as hard as possible to, to put together a good team. But I guarantee you that there are bad moments in, in, in all of the relationships there. And there's good moments too, I'm sure. It's complicated. It's not something we can boil down in a five-minute conversation on the radio. No, you're right. You know, and and you just wonder. You wonder the 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 agendas, right? The agenda sh- should be one thing and one thing only. How do we win tonight's baseball game? That's really what it should be. And I don't know that that's always the case in Major League Baseball or professional sports. Uh, to be honest with you, I don't. I, yeah, what was what was Blake Snell's agenda last night? He wanted to win. A, there, he, he wanted, wanted to win, win a, game, a ball game, but he also didn't want to hurt himself going into free agency. Yep. He also was thinking about the next start and, and winning a Cy Young and not you know burning his arm out and, and then going out and giving up seven runs next time. Yeah. There are a lot of crossing agendas that sometimes overlap, sometimes they oppose each other. Yep, and we, no question. We all contain multitudes, Woods. Yes. And with this point in the season where they're at, totally fine with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so was he. I promise you, if that's a meaningful game, not even about the no-hitter, but about getting the win. Getting the win. Snell's going back probably out there. Going back You're going to have to pry that ball from his hands. I think so, man. I think so. Uh, I really do. And, and at least for the eighth. You, you can give me 114, and he probably would have said, absolutely, I can. You know, 120, sure. Yeah, hey, getting in any trouble, you're out. I mean, bro, if that's a game that we need against the Rockies, you know, that's a must-win if you're in a playoff yeah. hunt, if you're scrapping for a wild card. Yeah, I think he probably grabs the ball and goes back out there. But I don't, I don't fault him at all for being like, if I can't get through the night. Because you might need Suarez and Hader, you know, in the tenth and the eleventh. No, you want to stretch no them out as much as possible, but you don't care as much. But like I said, yesterday. man, it's it, it is a different era, and it, it is there are there are guys that would have said no. It, this season's lost. Yeah, I may win a Cy Young, but I'm give me the ball. I'm going to go 140 pitches if I have to. But Blake Snell said, I'm not that guy. <laughs> he said it. He said, I'm not that guy. I'm not the guy that's going to throw 150 pitches. That's okay. 
You did great. You absolutely did your job last night. And if you need any more evidence that wins for pitchers are absolutely ridiculous and dumb, Josh Hader vultures that win last night. Who was, Blake Snell gets a no decision. He didn't give up a run. A vulture who, usually is who when you give up a run. Who was by far, out of the three Padres pitchers last night, who was by far the worst of the three? Right. Josh Hader. Hader. <laughs> gets the dub. Gets a win. That gave up to two be. really weak hits. Absolutely. Right? Blake they, they Snell went seven no-hit innings well, and doesn't get a win. Yes. The first two they, were amazing. They, Pitchers wins. I wish they could change that. I make it more arbitrary. It, it should, I really, it, it, they should. It should be instantly changed. The, in fact, the way you have openers now, we can get into this more, but if Nick Martinez goes three shutout innings to start a game and then a bunch of bullpen guys come in and they win, Nick should still get that win. He was the best pitcher. You don't have to go five to get a win either. That's that's well, ridiculous. You do, as well. the, yeah, but you shouldn't the, have to. Right? No, I agree. You it should be an ar- it should be an arbitrary like, ju- like, like look, a judge. Anybody that was there, the official scorekeeper that watched every pitch, he knows yep. Blake Snell won that game. Yeah, All right, he let's knows get, Blake Snell. Let's get it. to a, a game. Let's play some take on Woods. It's time for take on Woods. Take on Woods. Woods. Uh, Jim is our contestant this morning. Jim, how are you doing? Good morning, boys. Good morning. All right, Woods has left up, the Jim? studio. He is uh, he's talking with John Flint. He cannot hear this portion of the game. This is all about you putting your score up, your best score possible, to try to win a two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino and a private VIP pot at the Westgate Superbook with a $250 food and beverage credit. Uh, check out their $70 million in room renovations. Here are your categories today. Jim, we've got song sequels, songs that are or have sequels. Wait for me, part two, song titles that end with the word me. And our new category, One Door Closes. It is all about uh, Jim Morrison and the doors. So song sequels, Wait for Me, or One Door Closes. Jim, what would you like to play? Let's go with topic one. Song sequels. All right, this is kind of an interesting one. Today's category is all about songs that are or have sequels, kind of like movies, but either you know the artist wrote another one or someone else wrote one. You're going to have 60 seconds to answer as many as you can. And say pass if you don't know one. We can come back if there's time left on the clock. First question, the two-second song. Polly is going to play. A short clip of a hit. You need to give me the title and the artist to score that point. And keep in mind, these are all sequels or have sequels. So, Jim, are you ready? Let's go. All right, let's do it. 60 seconds on the clock. Category song sequels. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Jim. Let's take on Woods. Tough one. Uh, it worked for him once, so which artist released Let's Twist Again one year after his biggest hit? Correct. From 1991 through 2008, which band released three parts of a song called The Unforgiven? Metallica. Correct. Judy's Turn to Cry is the sequel to which 1963 teen classic by Leslie Gore? Bad Guy is the sequel to which Eminem single in which he helped create a new word for an obsessed fan? Let's go back to our two-second song. Listen closely. It's a tough one. (laughs) I think he knows it. 
All right, you did get you did get two in a tough category. I know that might that might be good enough for at least a tie today. You got Chubby Checker and Metallica. That song was Major Tom by Peter Schilling, which was a sequel to Rocket Man. Uh, you also did not get It's My Party, and I'll cry if I want to. The Judy's Turn to Cry was the sequel there, and the sequel to uh, from Bad Guy is called Stan, like a stalker, stalker a fan, fan, a Stan from Eminem. All right, so let's bring Woods in. Hang on the line, Jim. See how your score holds up here. All right, Woodsy. All right. We are resetting the questions and the song. Jim's score is locked in. Headphones on. 60 seconds on the clock. Time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck. Let's take on Jim. Uh, pass. It worked for him once, so which artist released Let's Twist Again one year after his biggest hit? Chubby Checker. Correct. From 1991 through 19, 2008, which band released three parts of a song called The Unforgiven? Uh, Metallica. Correct. Judy's Turn to Cry is the sequel to which 1963 teen classic by Leslie Gore? Pass. Bad Guy is the sequel to which Eminem single in which he helped create a new word for an obsessed fan? Stan. Correct. Let's go back to the two-second song. Is it... Peter Schilling, um, uh, ground, uh, I'm gonna freak out. I, all I'm thinking is, is it Major Tom? Correct. Judy's oh. Turn to Cry is the sequel to which 1963 teen classic by Leslie Gore? I don't know. You got four. These nuts. Uh, but that's a win. Four to two Thank on a you. tough category. Song sequels. Whew, what was the what name that one? of that one? Uh, it's My Party. Oh, and I'll, I'll Cry If, if I, I Want To. to. Love but that one. The, the sequel, the lesser known sequel, Judy's Turn to well, Cry. We've, we've talked about Chubby Checker just years. Let's okay. twist again. Come on, baby. Like we did the last song. Incredible. I'm, I'm surprised there wasn't a third twisting Those, song. The first, the first Unforgiven I really enjoyed. I did not enjoy the second and the third. <laughs> and then you got Stan, which was very good. It's a great Bad song. guy, the sequel to Stan. Great, great. I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a sequel, yeah. so I need to go listen to Song that. sequels. All right. Uh, Would you believe that Let's Twist Again has 40 million more streams than the than twist? the original? That's ridiculous. Can you play some? I don't know if I've heard You've this. never heard Let's Twist I'm Again? Well, I'm sure you have. It's, it's, give, give me a it's little. Exactly it's like exactly the same. One. Twist again. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's like fantastic. You know, Queen, another one bites the dust the dust again. Yeah. <laughs> another one bites the dust twice. Another one bites the I dust. I mean literally again. We he had a huge are the champions. He had the huge hit for of the, the summer. third time. He had around. no other ideas, so just let's run just it back. Hey, let's run it back. Let's twist again like we did last summer. Another And I'll make another t- ton of money. Another one of those unfortunate <laughs> nicknames that you get stuck with. Like Booger, you Chubby. Chubby. What is his real name? I don't know. Oh, chubby Checker. We gotta get to Don't Do This. Uh, chubby this is Checker important. is uh, an American singer and dancer. Uh, I don't know. He might just be Chubby Checker. No. Ernest Evans. Ernest, all right. Chubby's <laughs> probably better than Ernest. Do that. Ernest Evans isn't a bad it's name. It's not bad. Not bad. Chubby Checker is very catchy, though. It very is. Very showbiz. All right. Uh, don't do this is coming up next. I've got a killer. 
killer doo-doo this from, well, you guessed it, Coach Brown. You do? Yes. And then uh, don't do this. Uh, we've got uh, USC's Lincoln Riley. Oh. A little sensitive oh. when it comes to the local media coverage. Howdy doody's getting upset. It's <laughs> next with Bennett Woods after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fan. about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. The NFL is back. Primetime games are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app. Tomorrow, listen to the Giants and 49ers right here on 97.3 The Fan at 4.30 or... Simply download the Odyssey app, search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. Let's get going. So we got Adam Jones here in a few minutes. Uh, I will start with a story that bothered me, actually. should bother uh, anybody who cares about journalism, and that's what's uh, going on this week at USC, where the, uh, the school has suspended not one of their own players or coaches or staffers, no, They actually suspended someone who doesn't even work for them. Uh, He is Luca Evans. He covers the team for the Orange County Register and Southern California News Group. Young reporter on the beat. He looks very young. Very young. First year on the job. Um, What did he do that was so, so very wrong? Uh, He He stole a a playbook. No, he wrote a story about uh, freshman running back Quentin Joyner. Good story, actually. Positive story. Yeah, I read it. So what... Why would the school suspend a reporter for positively covering the team? Well, 
Lincoln Riley, the coach who sets the guidelines, essentially, for you know what he expects from the media, say, say Evans violated his policy prohibiting reporting on anything outside of official <laughs> media availability. Yeah, so he overheard yeah, he a used, couple of... Uh, he used comments that started like from before the press conference officially started. And use that as part of his story, and you know, uh, trying to paint a picture of of what's going on. Not just on. that, doing his job. Yes, the job of a reporter is no matter report. what. No matter what the guidelines may be set, is not to follow rules. It's to report and cover honestly and accurately the team, the beat that you're assigned to, and that's what that's what this guy did. And he's getting praise from a lot of people in the in the journalism world, in the media world. But even though the Orange County Register like vehemently protested, sent a letter, president of the school, athletic director Lincoln Riley, they uh, they stuck by Riley and uh, upheld the two week suspension. Now he's not suspended from work; he's going to continue covering the team. He just says, "I will do it without access for a couple of weeks, and I will continue to do the best job possible in covering the team." And uh, good for him. Good for the Orange County Register for standing by their employee. Bad for Lincoln Riley. And I've seen this. Colleges do this, and, and it's always under the guise trying to protect, you know, students, kids. kids, you know, from those these predatory reporters who are just out to get a story and get some clicks. And you know, I get it. They don't want them like knocking on the doors of their dorm rooms at one a.m. to try to get a quote. But if you're out in public, even if you're a college student and you say something, you have to know that that can be reported on. That's part of life. That's part of growing. And they were out there. They said something. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. I think it was it's actually a, endearing. It's a great lesson, I think, to know, hey, I just need to know that it may not be the official media availability time, but anything I do while representing the university going to be reported on. Yep. And if I want to be in the NFL, it's going to be even worse. going to be even more scrutiny. So that I think that's part of learning and growing up. And I don't think Lincoln Riley is doing his players much of a favor, and he certainly taking the university's reputation and giving it a hit by you know being so anti-journalism and free speech in I'm this s- case. I'm sick. Yeah. You think Notre Dame doesn't do the same Marcus thing? Freeman sure would never. Yeah. Coach Marcus Freeman welcomes uh, anybody and everybody. Write whatever you want. The guy's focused on trying to beat Ohio State. All right, as it should be in recruiting. Uh, I will. Uh, this is kind of a combo. We got running out of time, but. So we all saw the uh, Colorado-Colorado State game. We saw Colorado State Rams safety uh, Travis Blackburn hit Travis Hunter late, lacerated his kidney. Henry, Henry Blackburn. You said Travis. You just doubled Henry around. Blackburn. Yeah, we know. We know. Hey, God. Travis Hunter. That's like the fourth time I've done this. Um, Henry Blackburn hit Travis boy. Hunter. Very good. Lacerated his kidney. <laughs> Send him in the hospital. He's going to yeah. be out a few games. Don't do so this. It was the, a late hit. Well, it that, was dirty. That, yeah. that we talked about that yeah. as a don't do this. The real don't do this goes to Colorado Buffalo fans who then started giving Henry Blackburn death threats on social media, going after his mm-hmm. mother and things like that. Like, really, really gnarly. So the do-do this was the way that Coach Prime came out and, and handled this uh, in his press conference yesterday. you guys to record this and run with this. Uh, Henry Blackburn is a good player who played a phenomenal game. He made a tremendous uh, hit on Travis on the sideline. You could call it dirty. You could call it he was just playing the game of football. But whatever it was, it does not constitute that he should be receiving death threats. That That's 
This is still a young man trying to make it in life. A guy that's trying to live his dream and hopefully graduate with honors or degree, uh, committed to excellence and go to the NFL. He does not deserve a death threat over a game. At the end of the day, this is a game. Someone must win. Someone must lose. Everybody continues their life the next day. Very unfortunate. I'm saddened if there's any of our fans that's on the other side of those threats. I would hope and pray not. But that kid was just playing the best of his ability, and he made a mistake. So I forgive him. See you. Um, our team forgive him. Uh, Travis is he's forgiving him. Let's move on. But that kid does not deserve that. Travis actually in a full giraffe costume uh, was doing a live stream, and he's like, "It's football, dude. It's football. It happens." Um, I would have tried to do the same thing. Like it's no big deal. I mean, he gets it, and Dion obviously gets it. And you can say what you want for the bluster and the the grandiose uh, actions of Dion Sanders. That dude knows he knows what to do and he knows how to coach. Love it. Maybe a slight ulterior motive. Dion yeah. wants his players to be tough as well. Yeah. And you don't want to seem hypocritical when at some point your guy gets flagged for a late hit. It's gonna happen. He they showed <laughs> a uh, example. His one of his defensive linemen went in on a quarterback when they were at Jackson State, Benny, and I mean way late yeah. out of It back, happens, it's and football. He, he yanked him from the game. Dion pulled him from the game and did, he did not he did not play. Um so I think you know again. Think what you want about him. Think yeah. what you want. I, I think it's so fascinating, This this what's happened this year. Uh, but the dude knows what he's doing. And he didn't suspend anyone for reporting on the story either. That's exactly right. I like how he said, this. run, this. Yeah, go, run this. Go with this. I'm not going to suspend you for it at all. And that's Don't and Do Do This for a Wednesday. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Oh, he had his big day last Friday. His one-day contract was uh, hailed by the Baltimore Orioles. We'll find out how it went for one Adam Jones, his weekly appearance with Ben and Woods, coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Sarah 973 the fan brought to you by Ashley Furniture. Fall almost here, and an Ashley seasonal decorating is a breeze. Snuggle up on a sectional or ultra-modern sofa, gather outside with a new fire pit or conversation set. Ashley has everything you'll need. Shop in store or visit Ashley.com today. Uh, my dumpster has arrived. We're doing the old clean spring cleaning in the fall, and our garage is a mess, and there's just too much trash to haul it away or you know, even put it in the back of the truck. So we've I got one you of those. Did uh, this recently? It's been like two or three years. Oh, okay, you did. We've done yeah. It. yeah. So it, it arrived very ago. early this morning, and uh, now for the next few days, we've got one of those. What is it? Three by three cubic yard dumpsters. The yes. one with the two lids yeah. that open and big green, the black top, and going to be living in the driveway. It doesn't necessarily look like the most appealing thing to have. But, no, uh, it's a. It's, we just have a bunch of junk. Well, how do you get? How do you acquire so much crap you don't need all the time? I don't know. I ask myself that every day as I walk in. I look at. I go. I just want to purge my hats. My I blame the rest of my family. I really do. I don't like anything. I want nothing. My biggest problem is boxes. Get so much stuff delivered. Yes, Amazon or whatever. It all comes in a cardboard box. But then you put it in the recycle bin. Yeah, but you don't leave it in your house. No, 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 no. But I do throw it in the garage uh, occasionally. Stack. And you know you get bigger items, and there's a lot more cardboard. You can't. You could break uh, dance on it. Breaking down a box though, that's all taped together. The effort, you know, that is required. You got to find the the box cutter, the exacto knife, exacto knife. I've already got all other recycling. Fold it and stomp on it so it'll fit into the recycling bin. It's that's a lot of work. It is. It really is. Who's doing the clean out? We're all pitching in. Pitching in. Did you make everyone like all right? Yes. Everyone go through room. their room, yes. yeah. and then we put it all in a big pile in the garage, so it and can now be tossed into the dumpster. There is something quite refreshing about letting go. Of I'm things. all about Marie Kondo. I, I like minimalism. Yeah, minimalism in the house, which I, I have not had in ever. Really, no, I've but. been I've been to your house. I mean, my house is the no. same. It's busy. Yeah, we have a lot, a of, lot stuff. of stuff. And my knickknacks. My wife's and, a bit of a hoarder. Yeah. Just a tiny, oh, tiny. Shelly's book collection is my insane. records it spills out into multiple rooms and yeah. shelves, and we went through it a few years ago and thinned it out. But it's still, it's still insane. I don't know what I keep my books to. You know, I've read some of. I, I go back and reread books from time to time, though. But I, I hate to let things go as well. But clothes, I like to do. I like to purge. If I could have seven T-shirts, seven pairs of pants. <laughs> Four pairs of shoes and three hats. I'd be I, good. I don't know if she's awake and probably not went back to sleep after uh, dealing with the dumpster that arrived early. But pet peeve, giant pet peeve that I've really never 
addressed with her, but I'm just going to address yeah, with everybody. Yeah, do it here. That's always safe. Yeah. When you order something, like Polly on Amazon, mm-hmm. it comes in a box, but then it sits there for like three days in like the living room because you wanted it bad enough to order it, right. but not enough to actually open it. open it and take out what's inside. Then did you really need something that you've now waited a week and it still hasn't even been opened yet? That does not happen in my house. I don't know what's in there, but obviously you couldn't have wanted it that badly. Hmm. They are that op- happens in our house. They're open right immediately. away, like Christmas morning. Christmas no, morning. No, our, ours sometimes sit there for a few days. Like, yeah, I'll get to it when I get to it. No, it's not urgent. I ordered it, but it's not urgent right. that I open it yet. Fair enough. That's a. I mean, it's pet, a, pet peeve. That's a fair pet. Thank peeve. you. Yeah, I yeah. think that's fair. Bothers me. Fair to say. Wonder what she would say about you. Oh, <laughs> where's Adam Jones? I'm trying to track him down. I was texting with him earlier. Polly's pet peeve. So this happens every week. Adam comes on every single Wednesday. Yeah, really without Re- fail. Without no matter where, like, but never miss. Very bad. At, you know, Polly likes to confirm the day before. Like, okay, you know, assuming you're good, seven thirty tomorrow. I but ne- I never know where you know, in the world he's he often is. traveling. You know what time zone he's in? Will he be on an airplane somewhere? So Polly likes to make sure. But Adam never. I usually hit him up around I don't know ten thirty, eleven a.m. Yeah. our time after the show on a Tuesday, and the hours and, go by, and that's like. And- 7 p.m. I think in like Barcelona. It's not. It's not. It's nothing too late. If that's where he really is, right? But I never really know, and he never texts me. And then I wake up to a text in the morning. Hey, yeah, what up? Yep, I'm good. Let's yeah. do it. No, I can't find him. But we can't find him right now. So it's fantastic. That's all right. I want to talk about. Um, Got nothing but time today. Can we talk about the uh, the squeeze plague on awry last night for a second? We'll get to that after a check of traffic mm. here on 97.3 The Fan. So last night's Padres win actually had a lot of the hallmarks of many of their agonizing losses early in the season. Uh, facing a team and a pitcher that you think you should dominate. Although I will give uh, Ryan Feltner credit. I had forgotten. He was the guy I who forgot too. Who took the, the line drive oh, off the head. Castellanos. St- fractured his skull oh. earlier this season. So good on him to just be back out there. And he threw five shutout innings. But... It had the hallmarks of a lot of the things the Padres failed earlier in the season. Getting runners to third base, not getting them in, um, you know, not, not scoring against an opponent you thought they should have scored against. And then ultimately, it felt like it was heading toward an extra inning, like a 12th extra inning loss yes. at the end. Now, they didn't get there. They got the walk-off, and it, and it worked out okay. But they did fail multiple times when they should have scored, including... What was it, the seventh inning when Juan Soto was on third base after stealing third and winning a challenge? How about that? Padres actually win a replay challenge. It was such a dumb steal. (laughs) I just couldn't wrap my head around why you did that, Juanito. I don't understand it. You made it, so good for you, but holy crap. Good slide. But he wasn't the only one, my friend. He was not the only one with a just... Baseball IQ was not in the building last night. So, but then the the following play, and and Jerickson Profar did say after the game, safety squeeze was on. Safety, yeah, not suicide. I saw yeah. people saying suicide. Suicide. Juan Soto would have put his head down and run. I wasn't sure because if it was a a suicide squeeze, it would explain why Juan was so far off the base at that point. No, you just it with us. You want to get a good lead off the third, right? Your secondary lead. You want it to be moving in case of pass ball, whatever. Yeah. Uh, on, and on a safety, you got to see it down. On a suicide, 
when he goes into his windup, you go. And Profar's got to bunt it if it's over his head. If it's ba- like if it bounces, that's why they call it the suicide because it's a suicide mission. Sometimes it was such an odd play though because the the pitcher basically tripped, tripped. all over himself. <laughs> Spiked the ball, making it completely unbuntable. Now, you know, in a normal world, that that ball goes to the backstop and Juan scores easily, which may have been part of his thought process. He sees the pitcher falling down. He's going, "I gotta go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna score here." It was picked, and somehow it goes right to the catcher, and Juan is 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 hung out to dry there. He's a good catcher, man. He's a what's his Diaz. Elias Diaz, Elias he was Diaz. the all-star uh, starter, wasn't he, for the National League Bro, this the, year. The pit, the pit, or the, the throw he made on Tatis' steal, another ill-advised steal that worked out, was, I mean, he had to reach across his body and missed him by a hair. Like, he is The really, play really he good. made uh, to get Batten at second base yeah. on Grisham's bunt attempt God. was fantastic. Tough night for the bunting crowd last night. Very, very tough night for the bunting crowd. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Some people said... Jurickson tipped it too early by squaring, squaring too, too fast, early. and that that gave uh, you know the pitcher a chance to react, whether and it was the right way or not. I mean, he certainly kept him from bunting the ball, and it worked out for the Rockies in that situation. Is it dumb baseball? Is it you know not executing properly? I don't know. I mean, a lot of people said, why didn't you just let Jurickson hit away? He ended up hitting a fly ball. They made a great play in center field, diving catch. I think it was number two Sports Center play, but it did. Juan Soto on a sacrifice fly had there only been one out and he's still been standing there at third base. So you could have scored a little earlier rather than waiting until two outs in the ninth inning. But it all worked out in the end. It did. It worked out in the end. A pro almost he put me almost put me in the grave, though. Um, G-Man Choi had in his at-bat one of the worst offerings at a pitch I've ever seen. And I coached T-Ball. Uh, I think he ended up walking. He that, did. Gosh. I was just going to say. The the Lawrence lost the zone completely. Throws four balls in a row. What does Profard do? Comes up and swings at a it's o o count. Swings at the first pitch on his hands and hits a weak nubber for a double play. I almost and I know I shouldn't care that much right now. I might have had money on the game. Uh, I almost lost my mind. You don't have to swing there. Like he can't find the zone. You need you need to see one, right? We don't know what will happen with Jackson Wolf, Estuar Suero, and Alfonso Rivas in the future. Correct. wasn't wasn't the steepest price the Padres paid to the Pittsburgh Pirates in that trade, Not at yet. least. But we don't know. We do know that that what the Padres got that was supposed to help them. May go down as really one of the the worst tandem acquisitions in the history of trade deadlines. Rich Hill, Rich Hill, and G Man Choi. I mean, Rich Hill, we know has is an ERA in double digits. He really has been, for the most part, awful. I mean, he yeah. got designated for assignment. And no one even wanted him, according to reports this last week. But don't undersell G Man Choi. He's had some some walks. I know he got hurt and was out on the injured list for a couple of weeks. He has not gotten a single hit with the San Diego Padres. Not not one. Not a blooper, not a bleeder, not a seeing-eye ground ball. A guy who was probably supposed to be their key acquisition at the trade deadline as a, a bat to stick in as a DH against right-handers who can play some first base, fill some holes that you've really needed to be filled, has gotten 
Zero hits since he was acquired on August 1st or July 31st, whatever the day was that he joined the San Diego Padres. I mean, you're acting surprised. Like, Adam Frazier was the leading hitter in baseball and forgot how to hit. Yeah, he still got like 30 hits with the Padres (laughs) over two months. Not zero. He didn't get zero, none, zip, zilch, nada. That's where G-Man Choi is at. Now, I think it's like 15 at-bats officially plus... Half a dozen walks uh, because of the time he spent on the injured list. But Rich Hill and G-Man Choi <laughs> turned out to be horrible acquisitions. Garrett Cooper's been pretty good. Barlow, I, I think that that deal's looking better and better every single day because Scott Barlow may be your closer going into next yeah, season. Your big game ball. You know, with Josh Hader entering free agency. And, and I've kind of liked what I've seen so far. Uh, you'll have at least a couple of options right now. Uh, at the back end of your bullpen makes it a little more palatable to let Josh Hader go in free agency this offseason when you feel like Robert Suarez is going back to being Robert Suarez. And Scott Barlow looks like the Scott Barlow from 2021 and 2022, who was one of the top closers in the American League in his last you know, 12, 13 appearances. has been really good. For the Padres, and I get you know I get that you're you're probably not in it right now. I get I get all that, and you can press the, you know push the envelope a little bit. But I thought Tatis's deal was ill advised. I thought Soto's was ill advised. I you know again I, I but I, I also say I'm kind of talking out of two sides of my mouth. If you go, you better make sure you make it. So they did. They both made it. Um, so I guess mission accomplished. Now uh, but- Tatis going on the infield chopper first and third when he got thrown out of the plate. Contact, contact play. play. I'm, I'm okay with that. Sure. You know, happens. Guy made a good he, play. He and, and Tatis is tough to tag even under the best of circumstances. I'm I'm not I'm not opposed to that strategic decision. They still ended up loading the bases with one out and Profar hit the home to first double play uh, to get out of that inning without any runs as well. But that, I was less bothered by that than the 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 weird base running and what what else happened in that game. Yeah, I think the uh, the. The hacking at a, a first pitch after, you know, four straight balls, lost his own completely, bailing them out of that, not being able to score a run just kills you. Uh, just kills you. But that's been, I mean, Profar wasn't even here most of the year, and it's been, Juan Soto could have done that. You know, I mean, we've seen, we've seen them with an inability to drive runners in all season long. It's, Profar fits right in. It's like an old shoe. Like an just old shoe. Slides Come right, on, right back, back into in being a San Diego Padre. That's exactly right. Uh, all guests on Ben Woods appear on the Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet find new roads. Apparently, Adam Jones has been tracked down ah, and will be joining us for one minute at eight thirty-five. Now, okay, instead, which is fine. We'll have a nice full segment to give AJ. What did he say? Like sorry or he said my some bad words. I can't say. Okay, uh, we'll see. No ring. Can I go to the next segment? My bad. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no problem. We're so good. Damn Spain. We're good. He's blaming Spain. The country it's, of Spain. It's Spain's fault <laughs> that, that you're late. It's fine. We have nothing else going on. We're good. <laughs> Generalissimo Franco has blocked the call to Adam Jones, but uh, we will get him on the air. 835. You know what? Easier for us now. We got a guest in the second half of the exactly show to right. look forward to. It would have been a little tougher if we were just looking at two straight hours of Ben and Woods. So we can have Adam Jones to uh, join us at 835. We'll come back. Uh, We still have some SDSU football tickets we're going to give away in our next hour as well. Chance to win them for Friday night. All ahead here on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.